Hello and welcome to the Champ We Are United podcast, episode 16. And this one's going to be slightly different because tonight we're celebrating 11 years of our wonderful forum, good memories, friends made, and lots and lots of posts, over 52,000 and counting at the moment. But we'll discuss more about that later. First of all, let's introduce the usual suspects. Rab is in. Hello, Rab. Good evening. And so is Simo. Hello, everyone. And also Ridders. Uh, good evening, listeners. And of course, your host, Gull. Hello there. Uh, so, yeah, let's get straight into it. And uh, 11 years ago, the forum started. Um, a little bit quiet initially, but members of the Roy of the Rovers talking board did come across. And the rest is history. Um, who would like to go first? And what are your memories of the forum? Um, what things stick out for you? Um, yeah. Samuel? Uh, well, um, basically, I, I stumbled across it completely by accident. Um, I was just looking online uh, for some things to do with, uh, with United, just trying to find anything I could, just copies of the old comic or any information I could find about the club and... There, there this this site popped up and there it was and it was just like everything I was looking for and it's just gone on from there and it's just got bigger and better yeah some great friendships made over the years as well um, and that makes a difference well, our hook line at the top of the board after our nameplate is more than just a forum and I and I, I really I really think that that makes such a difference I know Ridders you were part of the um, Roy the Rovers talking board back in the day as well. Um, how did you find yourself coming across to the forum? Um, yeah, it was the, uh, the the Roy race talking. Uh, yeah. I came across it. Um, lots of uh, yellow on the website. Uh, lots of red. Um, I presume for the Melchester colours. Um, I, I mean, I, like Simo, I was searching. We are United champ just googling hedgehog jones in work just to come across and see if there was any resources out there or any further information um when i went to the roy race talking board that's where i i first learned that the we are united storyline had started before the picture story monthlies i was a bit um unaware i was unaware of the champ comic when i went to that website because I thought I thought it started in Picture Story Monthly issue two, <laughs> so obviously it hadn't. It had been in Champ and Victor, and uh, with that revelation, I, um, someone just said on the forum said, "Oh, you know, there was eighty issues of Champ, <laughs> where that's where it all started." <laughs> and I went on eBay. I just I was in work. I just just sacked whatever I was doing in work off and just jumped straight onto eBay, and. I don't think I managed to buy all. Was it was the was there eighty or eighty two champ? I can't remember. There was something like that anyway. But I think I bought something like managed to get seventy eight of them on eBay over the next couple of days and just yeah. voraciously read through all this pre United story that I, I hadn't been aware of. So yeah, so that 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 was my memory of, of finding the Royal Race talking, and then obviously we migrated to the yeah. champ. We are United site. And again, it, it was just it was just good because everybody was there sharing their memories, and I and I did learn so much about a topic I thought I knew everything about. Yeah, and um, yeah, just just a really good resource, and it was the and some of the posters, and there were some familiar faces. Um, yeah, it, it was good. It was good. Yeah, we had you know we had people like Patrick Mills come over, and uh, yeah, most people did migrate over. Some didn't, but. Uh, yeah, and in that 11 years, we've accumulated, you know, over 50,000 posts. And, you know, that is astonishing when you think about it. It really is. Yeah, no, anyway. absolutely. Um, I can remember looking up, I think, Google information in Roy of the Rovers or Melchester a few years ago, probably around about 2013 yeah. initially, and obviously finding some information about the the talking board or run board and really 
the migration, as Riddles mentioned, to to chant We Are United, and I absolutely echo what Riddles said there. I was not aware of Riverton either outside the Picture Story Monthly. And so, yeah, it was it was great to find out all about Champ and, and the whole storyline and to go back and, and obviously get the chance to read that as well and have, you know, many a discussion about it. So that was, yeah, that was really how it came about, I think. And that's quite incredible, about eight years. Um, although I can remember also, I think it was 2016 or so, late, later in that year, where... I went back to log in to the, the Champ We Are United forum and for whatever reason, couldn't get back in and I just couldn't find it again. And I think I, I couldn't find it for another year or two. Um, but then luckily, or, you know, fortunately managed to, to come across it again. And, and this time I did get back in and I've obviously been back on for the last three years or so. And you've, uh, you've, you posted varied things that we'll talk about uh, shortly, but other people that came across the uh, posting on our site, Ben Galloway, regular poster on ours, not the actual fictional Ben Galloway, of course. Um, <laughs> I mentioned Patrick Mills. We are gladiators. I think he was part of the run board, but I've mentioned, mentioned him now anyway. But uh, there are so many varied sections on our forum. Um, I mean, let's start off just going off topic slightly with the Prediction League. I mean, how popular is that? Riddis? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm pointing to you because you're... <laughs> I'm, forgive me for interrupting. I'm pointing to you because you've only just started playing this, you know, in, in, in the, in Euro. the uh, Euros Prediction Yeah, and I think I forgot to do the last week or so as well. So, But I was top, yeah, wasn't I? In, I was top in. for about a day. You were in the top three. Oh, oh, oh okay. See, I, and you had a you had a good chance of winning because you'd had the most correct scores, uh, seven. So mm. if you know if you'd have gone equal with someone, you would have won. But now you don't. No, no. You're probably best off going to someone else about the prediction league. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to point that out. You know. What it's yeah, okay. Like. <laughs> um, kick a man while he's down, why don't you? <laughs> what was that? So kick a man while he's down. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he was definitely top. I do remember him being top. He was yeah. briefly, briefly. Even if it was full day, he was top. I'm just winding him up. I think he, <laughs> I think he should consider joining the prediction league and put his money where his mouth is. Oh gosh, oh, I am nothing yeah, about football. Absolutely. You know nothing about football. No, I don't. Honestly, I spent all my life watching it. Know nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> you should it's see my voice. Kind of be Saturday, not a chance. Nowhere near. <laughs> well, that's that's you, bottom of the league, then for the season. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I can remember the, the prediction league. Uh, I think the first one I took part in was the 2014 World Cup. And by the time it got to the semi-finals on that occasion, I think I was I was neck and neck, first and second place anyway. And obviously it was just coming down to the last three or four matches. It may have been against Simo, in fact, at, at that stage, but I was in France during the time of the semi-finals and uh, staying in a in a jeep out in the countryside and no no Wi-Fi, no, no internet connection. <laughs> And I was desperately trying to find the results. Uh, I was tr desperately, in fact, trying to post my predictions and then also find out the results. I was looking for a, a stream. I was trying to find the French pub that was going to show the, I think it was Argentina against Holland at that stage, um, to watch it on TV. Couldn't find anywhere showing it in the vicinity. And I ended up actually clambering onto the roof um, <laughs> quite late at night and waving you know this is for the listeners this is they will remember this but before smartphones became what they are today back in 2014 I can assure you technology was not as good and anyway there I am standing in the roof <laughs> waving the phone around trying desperately <laughs> to get a connection to get this score and having to explain this in I suppose broken French um, to a passing farmer 
that's, <laughs> that's quite what I was doing. So that I think that was my favourite. I didn't win it. I came second, but I, I think that's still my favourite prediction league as a result. Yeah, I think that, that, nicely, that nicely leads on to Simo because you've done well in the world in European uh, European Championship predictions, haven't you? Until this year, I've been absolutely terrible this year. Bottom. Yeah, you're bottom of the league. It's just, it's, I'll tell you what, since I think it's since about March, my, my predictions have just gone completely through the floor. I, uh, I, was, I was top of the normal prediction league and then I just, I just couldn't get a thing right. It's just tailed off so dramatically, it's terrible. Well, of course, uh, the results are up on Monday. Uh, uh, it looks, we've got Rob van der Rover's uh, top and, of course, he won the the prediction league last season yeah uh, correct if i'm wrong so there could be a little uh, a little double there but yeah, uh, yeah. The say that again simmer that he's back with a bang he's he's uh, he's right on his game at the minute yeah i know i know and i'm second but yeah well look out for the results the final result results on monday um mm. yeah but you need to get better simmer Oh, definitely. Yeah, I remember the first the first one I came into. I think I think it was Rabbi's first one as well. Um, we joined the prediction league a couple of months from the end of the twenty fourteen season. Yeah, and we, we were like playing catch up, and we had like our own little battle to see who would not finish last. <laughs> we were like getting yeah. handicap points and that from missing all of like two thirds of the season and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, we did do that for one season, didn't we? Because yeah. of that very reason. Yeah, yeah we joined really late. Yeah. 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 Actually, yeah, I, I remember think, that. I think it was whoever joined uh, got equal to the lowest score. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the handicap, which brings a bell. Thought through like for five minutes and that was it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um, and of course, I, I went through years uh, of. From about 2014 to, to 16, I got absolutely oh, just ribbed because I was rubbish. Absolutely rubbish. Bottom of the league, rubbish. But then, of course, I won four seasons in a row. Hello. <laughs> Becomes a man city of the prediction league. Yeah. <laughs> Even a broken clock's right twice a day, Gull. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? The person that forgot to predict? <laughs> there, 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 were, there were only two people taking part in each of these seasons, of course. Oh, <laughs> yeah, always always <laughs> I think no the, um, the best one we ever had, well, I think it was the following year, I think it was 2015, maybe two, six, 2016, where I think at one point we had 13 players. Mm. Yeah. We'd even, yeah. even split it into a two-division Yes. Predictably, it got that popular, and and then all of a sudden, within the space of a, of the season, it it just like almost completely gone again. Yeah. It's like it's on its on its been like revived. It's on its second coming now, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, and we called we have the prediction league cup as well, and mm -hmm. uh, that's been running since the start. Very popular, mm. you know, in the same in the same way as the FA Cup is run. You know, we go with the draw numbers, don't we? And and whoever wins that match goes through to the next round. And that's the only trophy I haven't won. Yeah, yeah. That's, I know yeah, there's always there's always one, but uh, I think I've I've been a perennial runner-up <laughs> um, across various tournaments. Certainly, oh, you certainly have. Up, it's, it's heartbreaking the amount of times you finish second. I know, I know. It, just always a bridesmaid. Yeah, as Clinton would say, close but no cigar. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the admin. Come on, I've got to be careful here what anyone says. <laughs> yeah. um, but... What about other sections of the, mm. of the forum? Uh, we'll move on to the podcasts uh, later on, but um, we've got fan fiction, of course, mm. which... It goes up and down. It's popular, and then you know sometimes there's a bit of a gap between people posting new stuff. But I think most of us have have tried to write a fanfic on there, haven't we? Yeah, I think I think we've all had a go. Mm -hmm. I think we just hit writer's block, don't we? At various points. Yeah. yeah. We get get in the flow for a few weeks, and then it just dries up. 
Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but there has been some some really good writing on there. I think you know, um, and I've I've also been impressed by just the variety of locations which people have taken us to at different times. Um, I particularly enjoyed Simo's Italian story. Yeah, me too. Um, hate the sun, not the sinner. Thought that, I thought that was excellent. And, you know, I, I, I think it inspired me really to, to take one of, one of my own stories, which started off in Scotland, um, and move the, the main character there over to America and involved quite a bit of research on <laughs> quite how leagues, leagues work in America and the competitions, how they, how they work in America and having to find out all about how they divide different parts of the country up and into different sections and that yeah it was that was interesting so thoroughly enjoyed it and and there was one point where I just took everyone's stories off the fan fiction site and just put them all together really just to see what sort of length it was and it was quite incredibly somewhere around seventy or eighty thousand words. Wow! Wow! We're on there. Which is astonishing, you know. That really is astonishing. Um, and you're right, you know, people have sort of some real, real great spells on there where you're, you're just in, in the groove and you yeah. just get going with a character, a storyline, and um, but and then you just hit a wall. I suppose like any, I suppose any writer probably tell you that. But yeah, I mean, in goal, I thought it was also the the Walford's story. And it was it was brilliant to have that revived from a, a section, you know, of, of Roy of the Rovers, which I think is fondly remembered with, with Roy having moved over to Walford, of course, as player manager in 1983, 1984. Um, and really just to see an offshoot of that story. So, so that was really good as well. Thank you, Rab. Thank you. Um, yeah, it, uh, of course, I loaned one of my players from my Walford fanfic to your fanfic, mm. didn't I? Mark, Mark Kubel Quilly. Yes, yeah, and then we played a friendly against each other. We did. Uh, that was, yeah, it was Lovely Ayrshire fun. Rovers, um, who became Ayrshire Raiders because they, <laughs> they had a multi-millionaire turned up to, to buy them and he insisted on renaming them. And they played a friendly against Walford, yeah, in, in a crossover. They did. Really, really enjoyable. And you're, you're right um, with what you say. Sometimes we, the flow is there and sometimes it's not. But, yeah. it, you know, we can pick them up anytime. It's uh, all fun. It's all fun. Uh, oh, it's all good fun. It's, Absolutely. It's just for enjoyment. Yeah. So, Have so you absolutely. had ideas, Robbie, about a third chapter of the, uh, the Ayrshire story? Yeah, definitely. I, I, I had started working one recently. Um, I hadn't haven't really got going with it yet, I must admit. I, I do need to get to get back. I'd like to get back to that. Um, and maybe even, you know, just, yeah, you're, you're right, just a section three, just to round it off. That'd be good. All, all good fans have at least three films, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, the, the sequels are hardest to write, but then once you've once you passed that. So, yeah, yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed the fan fiction. Very, very enjoyable read. Uh, of course, uh, uh, this is of interest to myself and, and Rab. Uh, uh, we've got a programme collecting section as well. Mm -hmm. I know we're very interested in that. And of course, you've yeah. got your your uh, Killy podcast, which uh, would you, I'm quite happy for you to plug. <laughs> Thanks, Gil. Yeah, I mean, this podcast really inspired me, I think to to try out one as a bit of a crossover again because you mentioned programs and memorabilia there and so I decided to call one Kelly memorabilia and um, after my own beloved club Kilmarnock and I have spent the last last few weeks happily chatting away to some people I never um, expected to have the chance to to meet and to talk to. We've had some members of the board, we've had some very prominent fans, we've had the club historian, and there's been a couple of brilliant ones um, on just away days, you know, and, and, and some fans' memories of, of following Kilmarnock to European matches and, you know, different families in England and Wales and all those sort of places. And it's, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's Kelly 
memorabilia and memories if, if anyone's interested in, in listening to any of that as well um we'd be delighted to have you uh, yeah you I, I listened to um i think it was part six right um one night after the uh after our podcast it, it kind of played straight on to one of those and i listened right. to that i will at some point get back to go through the lot of them because uh it was it was a good listen good no thanks thanks so i appreciate that yeah no i've, I've really enjoyed it as well yeah, I've listened to a few as well. Really, really enjoyable. Good. Really enjoyable. Thanks Highly recommended, listeners. Good. Uh, Rinners, you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Sorry, I'm just enjoying <laughs> listening to you guys. <laughs> um, let's uh, talk about um, a spin-off from the forum. And, of course, you're listening to it now, listeners. Uh, the podcast. Um I've absolutely enjoyed every moment of the previous 15. We're on episode 16 tonight. Um, what are your memory of the podcast? Let's start with uh, Rab. Well, Favourite I think the, the highlight for, for both of us, Gil, uh, you, you can correct me if I'm wrong in a minute, but certainly we never imagined we'd get the chance to meet Pete Nash, the oh. creator of Striker. And... You know, it was it was one, you know, having the chance to, to interview him, obviously it was a bit nerve-wracking at first, but he could not have been nicer. He was an absolutely fantastic guest. And, you know, within minutes, it felt as if we were, we were just chatting away with a friend. And he was so relaxed, which made us relaxed. Yeah. And I, you know, really enjoyed listening to his stories and his insights into the creation of Striker and, you know, how it all came about. And it was just absolutely brilliant. And, you know, you would never have thought for a moment, having started the podcast, which was designed really, really just for a chance for, for us to get together, to be honest, and, and, and just yeah. chat away. You know, I had no illusions whatsoever when I, flo when I floated this idea that we would have more than the four of us listening to it. Yeah. You know, I quite genuinely, I mean, I, I do genuinely mean that for, for the listeners. So thank you from, I think, the bottom of all our hearts that, you know, there are people listening to this each week. Um, it is more appreciated than you'll ever know because we, we just love being on here, as, as I think comes across. Um, you know, we, we obviously get on well with each other. And, you know... As I say, just that, that those are the two for me. Having the chance to speak to Pete Nash, the co the camaraderie that we've developed over these weeks, and just the fact that anybody's listening at all, um, yeah. I'm very appreciative of that. So yeah, no, I will I will uh, come in there and concur with everything you said. Uh, you're absolutely right. It was just an absolute dream to to have him give up his time, and he did stay with us quite a while for that one. Um, okay. And he was, you were right, we were both nervous at the start because he's kind of one of our heroes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, he made us so, so comfortable. And I learned so much from him in that one, you know, and he was really, really quite open uh, with certain things. So oh, wonderful, absolutely, absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Ridders. Um, I know you haven't been on all of the podcasts, um, but do, is, is there anything that stands out for you? Um, it's just actually doing them is really good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of good fun. And because uh, if my memory serves right, we started it and we were still in lockdown. Yeah. So doing a podcast um, was, I, it was just not on my radar at all in any way, shape or form, but then, you know, when we talked about doing it and then um, I joined in episode two, I think, and then did a few from there onwards. Yeah. And yeah, it was just, it was just a really cool thing to do in lockdown, really. And, you know, chatting about United and football. And then, and then what I do is as soon as it's posted, I listen to it back because, you know, you want to hear what you sound like, don't you? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, um, I do as well. <laughs> a bit of vanity kicks in. Um, but no, just it was really good, it, and a chance to talk about you know, Riverton United is great, and 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 like 
uh, Rabbi said that there's people out there listening as well. If that's really yeah. cool, um, yeah, that's that's great because when I, as we were talking about before, when I did my initial Google of oh, Hedgehog Jones and <laughs> We Are United, I just thought it was just me and maybe three other people in the country. It still is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Us four. Oh, yeah, today was it? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just us that have done the fifty-two thousand posts, of course. No, I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah, but um, but yeah, yeah. Just it's, it's sorry just to interrupt. To I'm sorry to interrupt with this, but that's half true because I've done twenty-two thousand of them. That's true. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Your voracious poster. Yeah, I think is that right? <laughs> I don't know. That it sounded, sounded a bit that sounds weird. all right. It sounded all right. Didn't it? We're like, we're like big ones, Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, that was that was all right. Um, <laughs> I knew tonight would be a, an absolute, uh, you know, just so different from all the others. Really, mm. really funny. I'm really enjoying this one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come to you, Simo, in a second because I know you haven't been on too many of the podcasts, <laughs> but um, um, one of the things I've actually had feedback about. Uh, on on a message on Facebook um, mm. is is um, just how much people are enjoying it. Uh, specifically, one person I won't name a name, but mm. um, they they always message me and and uh, say how much they've enjoyed the episodes. And it's so wonderful. Like you've both said, or the three of us have said, um, the four of us even. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's just wonderful to get the feedback, and I know that Rab, sometimes you get feedback over to yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, none of us are podcast radio professionals, are we? <laughs> you know, because but but we come together and talk about what we like, and mm -hmm. that's what comes across on the podcast. I think. Yeah. You know, and sometimes yeah. we make yeah. yeah, and sometimes we laugh it off, and uh, sometimes I do impressions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a funny old game. It's a funny old game. Stand down to Bruce Forsyth now. You want me to do Bruce Forsyth now? So I was Bruce Forsyth. Very funny. Right, bye. Simo. Yes. Like I said, I know you've not been on too many. Um, maybe uh, uh, eight or nine. I don't know. Um, oh, not even that many. No, yeah. <laughs> Um, about four part-timer uh, yeah anything to um well it's going to sound like i'm repeating an awful lot of what readers has said because my experience is very similar um i don't have the the, the comic knowledge that that you and rabbi have and you know a, a lot of it was you know of my knowledge is basically just about riverton united and and you know the podcast was really for me it was it's a chance to actually speak to you guys rather than just seeing, you know, text on a screen. And obviously I think when it was, it was initially planned, it, it was really, it, it was a chance for us to meet up and get together. And, it, and it's just expanded into something more than that. And it, it's amazing how many people out there, you know, do have an interest in this kind of thing. Cause like Ridders, I, I was thinking we were a very, very minute amount of people that that had a, you know any interest in in United at all. You know that it was very much a specialist kind of thing. But that there are people out there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, even yeah. recently, and I think another highlight um, for me was was Kevin McCallion of the the Daily Record in Scotland, and and it was great having a chance to to do a podcast with him a few weeks ago. But, you know, the fact that he said, as, as he said when, when he phoned us up and he got in contact with us, that he had he was quite amazed, but, but really heartened to find that there were people still out there who were fans of the Picture Story Monthlies and of, of Riverton. And that led him to do an article um, in, in a very, you know, well-known periodical, Nutmeg, and, you know, it's incredible to see that in print, <clears throat> that, that there are still fans out there. Um, and, and what you would think was a very small market, a very small niche, I suppose. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's people's memories and, and memories and nostalgia are always a good thing. Oh, very much so. 
if you compare it with Roy the Rovers, you, you say Roy the Rovers and pretty much, you know, everybody knows what you're on about. Yeah. You know, it's it's just... But you, you mentioned Riverton United and I would imagine probably nine nine people out of ten would probably just look at you confused, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But, but, yeah, you know, the, totally agree. There, there are more than we realise. You, know, yeah. you know, I thought it was just a very select bunch of us, but, mm. you know, the fans out there. Mm. Yeah. I know previously, Rab, you've mentioned just where in the world we've had listeners. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd love you just to, to reiterate a few of the places. <laughs> well, it, it keeps expanding, to be honest. Um, but just off the top of my head, I certainly know of, of America, Australia, New Zealand, Holland, India, uh, Japan. Um, I think it was the United Arab Emirates at one stage as well. Uh, there was somewhere, there is somewhere in South America, maybe Brazil, Ireland, Holland, Germany, um, maybe Spain as well. I mean, that, that is mind blowing when you think about it. That yeah. really is. Yeah. It is. That's great. I know. I, know. <laughs> oh, it's, it's I think there was one week, wasn't there, Riddles, that we were number one or number two on the Dutch football. Podcasts. Yeah, we, we were number one. It was number, well, number one. one in yeah, Holland. number one. In, yeah, um, I think I, I could be wrong. I think we were beating someone like Arnold Muren's podcast that week. <laughs> yeah. I'm, honestly, it was like we, we. Yeah, it was. It was cool. It was on. That's just when it gets silly. Obviously, you know. Yeah, but uh, hey, the, the charts don't lie. Number two, <laughs> Arnold Muren, number one. That's really incredible. Nice. That really is incredible. Yeah. 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 How are some of these countries even aware of it? I mean, you wouldn't think the global appeal was was anything like that. You'd, I, I just no. thought it was, you know, very much a British thing, and, and maybe the odd European country might, you know, find out about it. But it, it's all over the world. It's amazing. There's quite a big um, following in Sweden and Norway because I think you know, the United yeah. uh, stories were translated, weren't they, into colour mm. issues over there? Yeah, that's so a good point. If you search sort of Twitter for like, I don't know, Hedgehog Jones, there's lots of Swedish and Nor Norwegian people talking about it even today. Yeah. Yeah. So it does tend to get around the world in Europe. Yeah. No, it's 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 incredible. And as I said earlier, massively appreciated. And I, I, I do return to the point, you know, I had no expectations. The fact that anybody's listening at all is, is, is hugely appreciated. <laughs> It's, it's, I mean, we're joking, we're joking about this, you know, we're saying, oh, kind of worldwide stardom, it's, it's not, it's not that at all, we, we really do, um, anybody tuning in at all, yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely, totally agree. Um, but another, another um, part of the, just to go back to the forum, I think, goal is, is something, I, I would, I would have to say this is my own favourite, um, part of the forum overall, which has been the DJ uh, <laughs> section, because Gull, Gull and myself, uh, quite early on when I was on the forum, discovered, and we've mentioned this in previous podcasts, that we had both spent several years, not only as DJs, but also as the Tannoy announcers, of course, of our respective clubs, Kilmarnock and Torquay United. And so it led us to... To start chatting, I think, about what, what we call bangers, <laughs> which, was, which was bangers in the sense of, of big, big tunes from yeah. back in the day. Um, you know, a kind of banging tune would be the parlance for that. And, and some of the memories that that brought back for me, uh, and I think Gull as well, just incredible. Yeah. You know, so dance, dance music tunes I thought were really obscure. Yeah. But yet, no, <laughs> you know, we find other people who, who know them. And, you know, I, I've been led to eventually compile quite a list. I think I, I, I put it into, was it 100? Yeah, you did. We, we had mentioned together, and it's just astonishing. And it really takes me right back to, you know, working in various clubs um, back in the early 1990s and some of these bangers slash floor fillers um, that you would play at the time. And yeah. it's, just, it's just great. I mean, things like, and this is obscure, um, and, and I'm sure you, you all remember the track, but uh, a juicy red apple is nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
you know, know. <laughs> I was not only started singing then, and I thank God I didn't. Um, but just just to mention for the listeners, that's the thing you see about about our forum. It's not just about comics. There is so much content across a, an absolute spectrum of stuff. And if you're thinking about mm, maybe I'll have a look at that, you can find us at www.champweareunited.proboards.com. You will be made very welcome. We're a really friendly bunch. But going back to what you just said, Rab, oh, I mean, it was mainly me and you on that thread, fair yeah. enough, because of our previous uh, you know, jobs that we did. But hmm. oh, you would come up with things that I think, oh my God. And you go right back to that moment in time, like you said, fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, another, another thing I'm, I must mention is I've really enjoyed the film reviews, which, which people write and, you know, we comment on films that we, we watch together. Yeah. But also the TV programmes, and there have been some, I'll come to one in particular in a second, but there have been some TV programmes that we've got talking about. And it leads you to go, you know, if it's one you haven't seen, a series you haven't seen, we recommend a few and you go off and watch some episodes and the one for me, which I had, I had never seen. I had never sat down and watched. It was, it was one of these programs that I always remember being on in the background. You know, you could kind of walk in and out of the room, but I never gave it the attention it deserved. And that was Twin Peaks. Yeah. And and I know Gull is is a massive fan, and I, you know, just the scales fell from my eyes. I think when when I went off and I watched the whole thing. Yeah, and we would discuss episodes afterwards. And I know um, Rob Van der Rovers over there in Belgium is also a big fan on on the website. And yeah, I mean, he would come in and, and some really good chats there as well. Yeah, I mean, as you said to me, it's the greatest television show in history. Changed television. Mm. You know, it's so difficult for someone from modern times to understand just how that changed television. Uh, we'll make, we may do a Twin Peaks section in the future and talk about that more. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was wonderful to have you watch it along and then oh, comment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I and I obviously knew exactly what was coming and, <laughs> and and yeah, and the reveal of who got who the murderer was. Don't spoil it for someone who hasn't watched it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but, it, uh, it, it's just a, a gold golden nugget that one, but. There are, yeah, there are other, other examples of that on the forum. As I say, people will will recommend a couple of TV shows. You think, oh, I must, must give that a try. And yeah, you know, or films that you haven't perhaps seen or comics, indeed, that, that you hadn't read. Um, and it takes you down a, a, a wonderful line as well. Absolutely. Um, oh, the memories, fantastic. And, and uh um, Ridders and, and Simo, uh, is there anything else on the forum that uh, sort of uh, that, that you have an interest in that you'd like to mention? No problem if there's nothing. <laughs> uh, well, having my my warped sense of humour, I love the the caption competition. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was uh, I, I love doing that. Oh, yeah. Some of the crazy stuff we come up with on there. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I, I enjoy that too. Well, uh, I just you, I, yeah. I, I, I just like the United stuff, me. Just the United version, and when we try to piece everything together, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like us trying to do, trying to build a massive universe, intertwined characters and people, uh, and we're still going at that. One day we'll link yeah. everybody to everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> right, the book. for the listener, <laughs> yeah. and I'm sure readers all concur. Um, the actual United verse, as we've mentioned in previous po podcasts goes back to about 1948. Hmm. Okay, very, very tenuous, but you've got Arnold Tabbs, the Blitz uh, kid, and then he played alongside uh, Nick Smith, and then he played alongside Limp Along Leslie. And, you know, I'm not going to mention all of the links, but you can actually trace it all the way through up until, you know, Iron Bar and, uh, and, and Champ, we are united. So, yeah, we will, we will get there one day. But it's a hell of a project. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, it is. Yeah. Some some of the chat just about other comics as well. Um, I know there's some fans of of Marvel and DC, and but e even just 
the variety of British titles that we've, we've had a chance to talk about. You know, it was it was another highlight. It was great to get to talk to Barry Tomlinson. Oh yeah, of course. Um, shortly after Pete Nash, I thoroughly enjoyed talking to James Bacon about yeah. war comics. As it's you know, it's something I, I as I was saying to him that evening that I've I've always had quite an interest in as well, whether it's Warlord, Commando, Victor. Um, so that was really good. I've also put the feelers out and I've messaged uh, uh, the, the um, admin of uh, a, a website about the complete history of Scream and the 13th mm. floor. Mm-hmm. And um, I've invited him on. I'm just waiting for a response. Um, but he'll be more than welcome and we, we can revisit the 13th floor. Um, yeah, so that, that would be good for a special in the future. But I'm going to just shine a light on Simo and Ridders again now uh, and look forward in the podcasts because they do fantastic sections um, weekly. Um, I'm going to start with uh, Ridders, if that's okay, Simo. Um, He does his Ridders reviews. Tell us a little bit about that, Ridders. Yeah, well, um, we just sort of go a little bit more in depth into one or two. Um, Usually they'd be united football picture story monthlies um, and we just pick out the bits that we like some of the slightly strange bits like well, last week's issue had a, a Middle Eastern shake called shake my hand we just like to point out <laughs> yeah. a few little uh, things that because they're you know they are very much of their time sometimes these comic books and they do go into disco tech sometimes these players and that's what they're called in the picture story monthlies. So <laughs> I would like to say, you know, I would, in my parlance, it would be a nightclub, but you know, I'm just a wine bar. The, as well. the <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, and we just go through a couple of the comics um, and just sort of talk about the memories of reading them and, and go into the storylines, pick out a few of the characters and just, just look at them that way. And, it, and it's good because, well, it's, you know, I'm rereading them again. Some of these I I haven't read in years. Some are quite familiar to me, but it's good just to take a sort of fine tooth comb over a couple of of my favourite issues of the We Are United ones. But actually, my plan is, well, as we do going forward, I'm going to take a a look at some of them towards the end where they're on a slight down spire. We can have a look at maybe Riverton United fighting relegation and maybe going through the wars a little bit just to sort of change a slight tack. The later issues would be good because obviously they're much rarer, really. The the, the print run was uh, more limited, wasn't it? Yeah, they're they're yeah. They're, they're really difficult to get hold of um, on you know, the, on the auction sites. Um, you'll probably find, I think it's like the first two hundred of all of the picture story monthlies are regularly up on eBay and other auction yeah. sites. But the, yeah, certainly the latter the latter half of the collection, it's 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 difficult to it's difficult to see any of them really. No, very, very true. Yeah. Um, Simo, I know you've started a, a, a new section recently uh, called Simo Selects. And uh, last week you did the Goals of Jimmy Grant Part 1. Uh, you're going to be continuing with that. Yeah, that'll, uh, yeah that's, that's, that's going to end up in a, in a four-part series, basically. Um, the first part really covers, like, about four years, his last three years at school in his first year as a professional. And the uh, the remaining three parts are each like a one-season episode, um, which takes it basically to the, the end of its run. It uh, wasn't particularly a long story, and it, it's one that I, I wasn't even familiar with myself. Um, it's only because uh, due, to, due to Ridders send, sending me it that uh, I really got into it, and I thought, well, as, as I'm kind of finding out about it, it, it made a good subject to talk about because I was aware of the name of Jimmy Grant, but other than the fact that I knew he had some link to United, I, re- I really didn't know anything about him whatsoever. So it, it's just kind of me finding out about it and, and reading it and, and just like sharing it as I'm going along. Your so part, one, part one last week was really enjoyable. I learned so much, really enjoyed it. Uh, what will happen after those uh, four episodes, whether the uh, Simo Select um, kind of thing will carry on. I don't know. I mean, the only other thing I could really go back to was the, the champ days of United. Um, 
whether or not there's, there's there's enough knowledge there from everybody that it would really I don't know whether that would be um, something worth doing or not. I don't know. I'd have to see if we get any feedback on that. We shall see. We shall see. I know uh, we've had other little silly things as well, like girl goes ground hopping about visiting grounds. <laughs> I know you you're a bit of a ground hopper as well, aren't you, Rab? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's really our forum and the podcasts. Um, we've had some great feedback over Twitter. Um, once again, I'm going to ask Rab to give the Twitter address because he does it so well. At champ underscore A-R-E. <clears throat> Alpha Romeo Echo. I, 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 le I left the gap there because I know you like to do it phonetically as well. I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other things... Uh, Anyone wants to mention before we sign off for tonight? I think it'd be very remiss not to mention our, our match, which is coming up this Sunday. <laughs> fair enough. That, that's fair, coming from a Scotsman. Uh, England mm. versus Italy in the Euros final. Well, 55 years of hurt. Is it over? Um, I, I think England will win on Sunday, yes. Uh, fairly comfortably. Wow. Well, I, I, um, I think Italy are by a stretch the most difficult opponents we'll face. I mean, I know that's obvious because it's the final, but I think Italy are a class above anyone we've faced so far. Would that be, I think that's fair to say. Oh, from Scotland, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm talking top tier, you know, Italy, Scotland, <laughs> but that, that, that level. But yeah, I, I think this is by a stretch our most difficult game. No. You do realise actually that if England win this on Scotland, we never uh, win on Sunday. We're not going to hear the end of it from the Scottish fans because it'll mean that they were the only team that England didn't manage to beat. Absolutely, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Scotland, of course, were the first team to defeat England um, in 1967 at Wembley after winning the World Cup. So have to have to get that in. As well. <laughs> yeah, that's He's a stat man. Yeah, oh yeah. But no, as I say, I think there is a narrative which builds around certain tournaments and the way this one has gone, the fact it's at Wembley. The crowd yeah. will obviously be very much behind England. Um, I do think it might be more comfortable than you think. Wow. Well, Time will yeah. tell. Time will yeah. tell. We will discuss it briefly in the next podcast, of course. And one more thing I'll mention as well is, uh, oh, I'll, I'll ask Ridders and Simo for their predictions. For, for the final? Yeah. 2-1 uh, 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 England Eesh, after extra time. Don't forget to predict on the European prediction, Lee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Simo, what do you think? Uh, I think in the immortal words of Clubber Lang, Pain. <laughs> <laughs> Club of Lang can never go amiss. <laughs> nice. And I think it will be 1 0 to England. Hmm. With mm. a penalty? No. Ah. <laughs> I think Sterling will get one more goal. Okay. Uh, one more thing I mentioned we talked about. Uh, um, run-out songs, haven't mm. we, Rob, uh, in the past from our old announcing days and things like that. Yeah. Um, it just It's interesting that Atomic Kitten is being sung quite a lot at football at Wembley at the moment with the lyrics of Hole Again changed to Southgate, you're the one, you still turn me on, football's coming home again. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yes. I hope it is, but, but yeah. It doesn't quite sit right, does it, somehow? You know, the lightning seeds and new order and stuff like that. Yeah, but the Atomic Kitten football? Well, I, I think sorry, it, World it's in Motion is a great a song. In fact, yeah, before we sign off, let's choose our favourite World Cup song. I know what Rab's going to say already. Oh, uh, ever? Oh, no, I'm going to surprise you. I'm going for uh, Your Man by Northern Ireland. And Dana. <clears throat> wow. Well, okay. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Fantastic piece, yeah. Um, obviously, We Have a Dream, yes, is in there. 
And um, back home is, is my third favourite from England in 1970. From 1970, wasn't it? 1970. That's my top three. <laughs> I, I, I did have that on, on, on vinyl. Um, <laughs> Uh, that's a that's a record for listeners. Oh no, vinyl is quite popular, isn't it yeah. nowadays? Yeah, uh, Simo, what's your favourite uh, uh, football song? It, it's got to be Three Lions. I mean, for me, that's that's just a class above everything else. Yeah, because you know, I mean, obviously, yeah, you've got the team songs that the you know the squads themselves have sang, and that's all a bit cheesy. But now the lightning seeds gone now. That that there were just the Three Lions for me. It it's just well, it shows how popular it is. It, every tournament, it, it, it comes out again, doesn't it? So, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's got to be the one. With this? Oh, World in Motion for me. Absolutely. Anything, I mean, anything connected to Italia 90, it, it's just, that was just the most, nearly the most perfect World Cup ever, <laughs> apart from the penalties. But I no. just, I love everything to do with Italia 90. Just. Well, uh, Italy's first game, uh, um, wasn't it? Oh, what's he called? Um, Andrea Bocelli. At this, at this uh, Euros, um, he sang Ness and Dorma. Yes. Yes, he oh, did. Yeah. I mean, that sent chills down me, and I was right back at 1990. Right, yeah, back. amazing. Yeah. It's my favourite one as well. Yeah. Mine, for the record, is World in Motion as well. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. It's fantastic. I love New Order. So, yeah. I'm going to stick with Dana. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, met, I met Dana once and she's bloody lovely. Oh, well, go on, go on YouTube. Um, your man by Northern Ireland, 1982. <laughs> right. Good recommendation there. Well, <laughs> uh, nearly time to wind things up for tonight. Rest assured that episode 17. Uh, next week uh, on Wednesday, we'll be back to the normal service where we'll have Ridders Reviews, Simo Selects and all various other things as well. Uh, and that'll be next Wednesday. Of course, we're recording this on the Thursday because it's our 11th birthday. But that was really enjoyable. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah, good. So it's goodbye from Rab. It's good night for me and uh, good luck on Sunday. Thank you very much. Uh, it's good night from Riddis. Good night, everybody, and uh, good luck on Sunday for whoever team you support or whatever, whoever you want to win. <laughs> that was eloquent, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and anyone? What talk United? Are they? Are they got a chance? Yeah. Uh, this... <laughs> as long as it doesn't go to penalties. Oh God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. 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 And uh, it's good night from Simo. Good night. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good night from me, Gull. We'll see you next Wednesday. Take care.